Hello again, this is Silver Linings Book Club. We are now in Chapter 10 of Hacking Sobriety, Finding Your Way. I recently spent some time revising my personal vision slash mission statement for my coaching practice. While doing this, it occurred to me that the vision I have for my work is closely related to my personal vision. Having a job that reflects my personal vision is powerful because it has allowed me to create a business life for myself that truly reflects who I am. Companies know all about vision and mission statements and getting their employees on board. Vision and mission statements propel the company in the direction that they want and ultimately towards success. Many of us have spent countless hours working on these statements for our employers and doing our part to contribute to their vision as a part of the team. Much like a business, we as human beings have a purpose or mission in life. What if we spent as much time getting to know who we are and what we want for ourselves? A personal vision mission statement is the framework for creating a powerful life. Unlike a goal, a vision or mission rarely changes. It is a reason for our existence. It guides us in the decisions we make and the directions we take. Your personal vision. Close your eyes and picture yourself in the future. It may be a few months or years from today. See the person you are, what you are doing, who you are with, and what you have accomplished, what is important to you and how people relate to you. How does it feel to be you? Feel the person you are, your true self. Now open your eyes and see your life and yourself in the present through those eyes. You will notice the changes you need to make to honor this vision and lead a powerful life. A personal vision is a picture of your true self in the future. An effective personal vision includes all the important elements of your life and career. It is who you want to be, what you want to do, how you want to feel, what you want to own, and who you want to associate with. Although your personal vision helps you to see into the future, it must be grounded in the present. It is a statement of who you are and who you are becoming. It is the framework for the process of creating your life. Your vision is where you are headed. How you get there is your mission statement. A personal mission statement is how you will manifest your personal vision in your daily life. It may be a few words or several pages, but it is not a to-do list. It reflects your uniqueness and must speak to you powerfully about the person you are and the person you are becoming. Remember, it's okay to be where you are while heading somewhere else. In fact, the only place you can start is where you are right now. Having a personal vision does not mean your life changes overnight, but it will change. Your personal mission statement provides the steps to get you there. Your personal mission statement should answer three questions. 
what is my life about purpose what do i stand for values what actions do i take to manifest my purpose and my values stephen covey writes that an empowering mission statement represents the deepest and best within you it comes out of a solid connection with your deep inner life it's the fulfillment of your own unique gifts it's the expression of your unique capacity to contribute addresses and integrates the four fundamental human needs capacities and the physical social, emotional, mental, and spiritual dimensions. Deals with all the significant roles in your life. It represents a lifetime balance of personal, family, work, community, whatever roles you feel are yours to fulfill. It is written to inspire you, not to impress anyone else. It communicates to you and inspires you on the most essential level. Creating a personal mission statement will be, without question, one of the most powerful and significant things you will ever do to take leadership of your life. In it, you will identify the most important roles, relationships, and things in your life. Who you want to be, what you want to do, to whom, and what you want to give your life. The principles you want to anchor your life to, the legacy you want to leave. All the goals and decisions you will make in the future will be based upon it. It's like deciding first which wall you want to lean your ladder of life against and then beginning to climb. It will be a compass, a strong source of guidance amid the stormy seas and pressing, pulling currents of your life. Stephen Covey, author of the seven habits of highly effective people. A personal vision slash mission statement can help propel you into a new job or make your present job work better for you. The more connected your personal vision mission statement is to yourself, the better it can guide your career and your life. Finding your authentic self. How do you find your authentic self again with being a mom? On the surface, that seems like a foreign idea that you could be a great mom. We are programmed to fit the mold of a parent, but with times changing now, divorce rates are as high. Sometimes we find that parent in us. You may conform to please the people we love and love us. You've got to dig deep for your children. Sometimes that makes you tamper with the person you are inside because you are so focused on being a mom. You know that relationship with our children is vital to you. You understand that the relationships we foster with ourselves can sometimes demand. So if you haven't ever thought about this, ask yourself these questions. How do you reconnect with the person inside of you? How do we reconnect with the most important relationship we will ever have? Finding confidence. When I first got sober, I was convinced that everyone can could see how much of a mess I was. I was sure that they were all just waiting for me to screw up so they could say, I told you so. It took me a long time to realize that sobriety is its own kind of confidence. 
It's not about impressing other people or proving anything to anyone. One day at a time, it is about moving forward in life. As sobriety became my new routine, I found confidence in other areas of my life. For example, I became more confident at work and in my relationships. I also became a more confident mom. Today's sobriety is one thing that I'm most proud of, and I'm grateful for the confidence that it has helped me to find. Recovery from addiction is a lifelong journey, and there are many sobriety milestones. For some, finding confidence in sobriety comes after being sober for a year. For others, it may take much longer. It hit the one-year mark that made me really feel like I had the sobriety thing figured out. That's not to say I didn't have doubts and setbacks during that first year. I definitely did. Emotionally and mentally. But each time I got back on track, I felt a little more confident. Now that I've made it almost to the two-year mark, I can really enjoy my sobriety and all that it offers. I'm not saying that sobriety is always easy. It definitely has challenges. But finding confidence in sobriety is a significant milestone that is definitely worth celebrating. In sobriety, children can find the confidence to be themselves. They can learn how to handle their emotions healthily and build positive relationships. In sobriety, children can discover their talents and strengths. They can find their passion in life and develop a sense of purpose. In sobriety, children can learn how to take care of themselves and others. They can become responsible adults and positively contribute to society. Children in sobriety have the potential to change the world. Inner confidence. There are all kinds of strategies ways of thinking, patterns of behavior, and practical tips for improving your life and feeling better about yourself. But they're all redundant if the foundation isn't there. That foundation is the real you, the you that you know deep down you are. The trick is that it takes confidence to and that and to bring out who you are. Here are the three keys to real inner confidence. Get to know your values. Personal values are a big passion of mine, and I often get carried away with myself when I talk about them. I make no apology for that, though. They're one of the most important things you can know about yourself and are vital in getting genuine inner confidence. Your values are 10,000 feet down inside of you, right at the very core of who you are, and they're the building blocks the foundations and cornerstones for you. A value is something in yourself, in others, or in the world that's most important to you and could include things like beliefs, progress, family, fun, nature, achievement, or freedom. Why is it that some people and situations leave you feeling angry, frustrated, demotivated, or defeated? It's because one or more of your values is being denied, suppressed, or repressed. And we experience that as a negative experience because it's denying a fundamental piece of who you are. 
You know those times when you felt really alive, amazing, or buzzing? Those are the times when one or more of your values are being honored, and you can get more of that by living according to them. Your values are all yours, and no matter what happens, no one can ever take them away. You can have absolute confidence in them because they're there all the time, just waiting for you to notice and use them. When you get to know your values, you can start to make choices and align your life around them. It's so simple and it feels amazing because all that really matters is that you're allowing who you are to live in the real world. Exercise the muscle. Confidence is a muscle. And like any muscle, you need to exercise it so that it doesn't shrink and waste away. The problem is that unlike your biceps or glutes, which tend to stay in the same place, your confidence muscle can be harder to handle. How do you develop your biceps or your glutes? By doing exercises that are designed to work that muscle over a period of time until you see the results you were looking for. It's just the same with confidence. Let's say that you're the kind of person that doesn't take many risks. The kind of person who goes through each day doing what needs to be done and doing it well, but not really stretching yourself. You might talk yourself out of doing something because it's too scary or because you think to yourself, I'm not good enough. That's not who I am or I don't really want it anyway. That kind of person lives within what they know and what keeps them safe and comfortable. The fewer risks they take, the less confident they need to be, and so the less confident they become. To work your confidence muscle, you need to be prepared to take risks, big or small. You need to be willing to stretch yourself in an unfamiliar direction, to try something new or try something in a slightly different way. You need to open yourself up to the possibilities around you and push yourself to increase what you know, what you do, and who you are. The more open you are to risk, opportunity, and possibility, the more confident you need to be, and so the more confidence you'll develop. That's your confidence muscle. The question is, what are you going to do to exercise it? Self-talk. How you talk to yourself is imperative to show that you establish healthy communication with how you think about yourself and how you communicate with your children. You are discovering yourself. They can make this discovery with you. When you talk about yourself like that, challenge yourself. Replace the negative that you're always complaining about with the positive. So let's talk about what self-talk is. You do nothing right. Challenge the thought like this. Of course, I do things right. I stopped drinking. That was right. I'm more present in my children's life. That was right. It's only a mistake, and I will learn to take responsibility for it next time. I will be successful. Those are the things that are going to be a byproduct. Show your children how you care about yourself. Your decisions... That it's not just for them, but for you too. We wish with our hearts and emotions rather than thinking of the bigger picture. You know that sounds easy, 
But you're the parent in this, and you've stopped listening to your heart long ago. When you think with your head, that gets you in trouble. To connect and find, we stop feeling like it has accustomed you to only thinking with your brain. Start asking why this is important. Why these essential decisions and why becoming myself is crucial. Don't think of it with your brain. Think of it with your heart. Creating inner balance. When achieving inner balance and sobriety, having a good relationship with your children is crucial. This can be especially important for those who are just starting out on their recovery journey. As children can provide a valuable source of support and encouragement, plus a close relationship with your kids, can help you stay focused on staying sober even when the going gets tough. Maintaining sobriety isn't always easy, and it can require some sacrifice and hard work on your part. Whether you are struggling with cravings or challenges at home or at work, keeping your sobriety at the forefront of your mind is the key to staying on track. And this means that you need to find ways to actively nourish your physical and mental health every day while making time for self-care rituals like meditation or yoga. Though nothing is more important than spending quality time with your loved ones, including those in your life who matter most, like your kids, by developing an open and honest relationship with them and nurturing their growth and development, both inside and outside the home, you will achieve proper inner balance and sobriety. In today's day and age, this next one is paramount. Fear gets to the best of us. Whether it is fear of failure, fear of success, or even fear of fear. All of us have experienced fear at some point in our lives, and it can be a real stumbling block that holds us back from being truly successful. Fear can't hold you back forever if you don't let it. There are several ways to overcome fear. Here are my top nine. Separate reality from perception. Ask yourself, what is really going on? Locate the facts and place them over your feelings. Identify the trigger. Find out what it is in a situation that triggers you. Learning to identify it will help you learn to combat it. Know where fear lives in your body. A lot of time, fear takes over physically. It affects different people different ways. Identify it slash how it affects your physical body and do the work to take care of your body. Example, if you hold stress in your back, you can learn stretches, foam rolling, etc. to avoid the pain. Practice gratitude. Every day, list out one to three things you are thankful for. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. Gratitude helps shift the mind into a positive light, which over time overcomes fear. Listen to your inner voice. Monitor your inner conversations. If you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. Speaking positively to yourself and remind yourself of your strengths. Create a new association. Remind yourself that the feeling and the moment will pass. 
focus on the positive outcome of the situation rather than the scary in between. Look at the glass half full. Perception is a very powerful thing and how you feel about your situation dictates how you respond. So think positively and you'll give yourself a much better chance of success. This won't happen overnight. Practice with just one thought. What is one reoccurring negative fearful thought you have? Work on reversing this one thought and over time this will become a habit. Practice breathing exercises. Breathing helps center your body when you stop breathing. Your heart stops beating. You can do a grounding exercise or even just take five deep long breaths at any point to calm and center yourself. It is best to start your day with this, but feel free to practice all day long. Create a safe space. When you feel safe and secure, there is no room for fear. Find somewhere safe you can retreat to when ill feelings begin. Whether this is a real place, such as your bedroom or a place in your mind, such as the beach. This sense of comfort will soothe you and allow you to face your fear. Managing life. Good news. From getting organized to maximizing your time, there are some easy ways to stay focused and achieve your goals. What areas need the most work? Watching a reality TV show may be more entertaining than cleaning the shower stall, but it won't keep your home from becoming a biohazard. Establishing and sticking to priorities will help you spend less time worrying about what needs to be done and more time accomplishing your goals. Consider using Sunday evenings when you usually mourn the end of the weekend to go over weekly goals and priorities. This is a great way to stay focused on what you want to accomplish without getting ahead of yourself. Cut out the junk. If you're like most people, you keep possessions well beyond their usefulness. When neighbors begin mistaking your garage for abstract art, you have a problem. Consider selling old appliances, clothing, and furniture that add clutter to your life to avoid the hassle of a yard sale. Use websites such as eBay and Craigslist to sell secondhand goods. One day, you may even be able to park your car in the garage. Give someone else a spot. Pledging to be more active in your community is an important goal. Instead of shying away from volunteering opportunities, make a point to reserve one day a month for charities or functions. Nonprofit organizations are flexible when it comes to working with volunteers. None of these tips will take effect if you don't implement them into your daily routine. It only takes a couple days of procrastination before you're smothered by daily tasks and confused about what to do next. You will change your habits only by being proactive and setting constant reminders. Remember, Rome was not built in a day. By being patient with your progress and approaching your goals sooner than later, you may have some great accomplishments to celebrate. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel less than great low, grouchy, fed up, and bored are all words you could use 
to describe what I'm like on those days, and I'm probably not the best company. The thing is, days like those are part of the deal with being human. It's not an elective. There will always be off days, and that's okay. But what happens when you get a whole string of those off days, maybe lasting weeks, months, or even years? Too many of us say that we're in a rut, feel stuck, fed up, or bored, and admit that we don't want things to be that way, but we don't know what to do to change. That's the problem. When you're in a rut, you don't have the energy or motivation to change things for the better. And it's tough too. And the insight or resources you need to make that jump? Here are have fun and easy ways you can use right now to climb, or better yet, leap out of the rut and start getting something better for yourself. Do something differently. Life tends to run smoothly when we establish systems and routines for things. But the problem comes when things run too smoothly and we become blinded to any ideas or choices that sit outside of our routine. All the stuff we do every day becomes the norm. Running on autopilot and it becomes our whole world. Start with making one or two simple changes to your day, be it at breakfast time, your radio station, gym routine, route to work, lunch routine, etc. Don't worry about what the changes are or whether they're right or wrong. Just make a couple of simple choices that will serve you well. Doing something differently or changing parts of your routine instantly takes you out of the norm and allows you to shake off the things that make you feel conned. Step out of your routine and you'll be in a position where you're able to make different choices, see things differently, and get a different result. Time management. Being a mom is challenging enough, but throwing sobriety into the mix can feel downright impossible. It's tough to manage your time in sobriety, especially if you have children, but some strategies can help make things easier. This is essential for maintaining your sobriety and keeping your sanity. Be flexible and don't beat yourself up if things don't go perfectly. Your sobriety is the most important thing and your children will understand if you need to take a break sometimes. With some planning and some understanding, you can successfully manage your time while staying sober for yourself and your kids. It's important to remember that sobriety is a commitment to yourself and your children, not just an absence of alcohol or drugs. Here are a few tips for managing your sobriety while also being a great mom. Create a daily routine and stick to it as much as possible. This will help both you and your children feel more secure and grounded. Be honest with your children about your sobriety. They need to know that you're committed to staying sober, and they also need to know that they can come to you with questions or concerns they have. Make time for yourself. Just because you're sober doesn't mean you have to be available 24-7. Take time each day to do something for yourself, whether reading, taking a walk, or meditating. Have you ever thought to yourself that there aren't enough hours in the day or overwhelmed by the tasks facing you? If you have, this article can help you.